0: Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Dana. Self-love is the core of a truly fulfilling life. Placing your own oxygen mask on first and recognizing your value are powerful magnets for attracting what you truly desire. When you're empowered through self-acceptance, you're capable of absolutely anything. This show is a regular infusion of inspiration, self-care strategies, and mindset practices for tapping into your inner knowing owning yourself, and creating a life that you love. I'm a born entrepreneur, a top coach and business trainer with the world's leading personal development brand, a single mama of three teenagers, a former fitness competitor, and I'm sharing stories and raw conversations with real people like you who've transformed and elevated their lives by taking their most challenging moments, discovering who they truly were, and becoming more than they ever thought they would. What was the most important element? They fell in love with themselves. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elevate podcast. I am your host, Mandy Dana, and I must say I'm so excited to be here. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it took me a couple of years to take the leap to create this podcast. And this is my very first episode, and I just want to start this episode with telling you a little bit about my backstory and really what inspired me to start this podcast in the first place. First of all, I am from California I'm a mother of three teenagers. My oldest is my daughter. I have a girl and two boys, and she's about to go away to college, so she's like my first. I had, my kids are three and a half years from start to finish, so she's my first one out of the house. It's an interesting phase in life, I'll have to say, being a mom of teenagers. But yeah, it's different, and it also gives me a lot of time to be able to do the things that I couldn't do when they were younger, when I was being a mom, because I've done every phase with them. I was a stay-at-home mom when they were young, and then I created a business. I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl it was so funny when I was like 12, maybe I was even younger than that. I had lived way out in the country and I literally had two neighbors and I started a car washing business and both my neighbors were my two clients. (laughs) So talk about resourceful. But anyway, so I started a business when they were young. I started a business out of my garage. I created an international business It was an infant shoe line, and that was really exciting. So I did that. I closed that down, had a bridge job for a little while, and I became a coach. So I've been coaching for about six years, and I work for one of the top coaches in the industry. I not only coach one-on-one, but I also train businesses on leadership and business strategy. Absolutely love what I do. And the reason why I started this podcast was because I've had all these successes outside of myself, but I had gone through recently some stuff with relationship and I realized that there was a big piece missing that's actually held me back, not only from having quality relationships, but also from really stepping into the next level in my life. And so when I was brainstorming different ideas for a podcast, I was thinking, who am I going to talk to? what am I going to say, you know, what is the subject matter going to be, and it came to me, Elevate, Elevate, so let's talk about the title Elevate, the core of what I discovered not only through my own work, but also through coaching others, I've got about 5,500 hours under my belt of coaching, and what I've discovered is that we all want the same things, We all have the same wants and needs and it's generally the same things that are holding us back. And one of the biggest things that I believe holds us back is our ability not only to celebrate ourselves, but to love ourselves. And I've done a lot of work on myself, but also with clients on not only celebrating themselves, but really honing in on self-love. And the thing about us as human beings is that when we're young, when we're children, we learn so many things about life that we don't even realize we're learning. And we make all these decisions based on our life conditions, based on you know what's happening in our world, based on our parents' idea of how to give and receive love and how to live life. And that creates patterns for us. So for myself... I learned some patterns that didn't serve me, and many of us do. We learn patterns that don't serve us. And we make these unconscious decisions about life, decisions about love, and those stack. So those stack throughout our lives, and then we become adults. And somewhere along the line, if we're lucky, we have these defining moments, these breakthrough moments that make us realize that our patterns are no longer working for us. And that's happened to me many times in my life. And just most recently, in the last six, seven months, I've had some pretty profound breakthroughs around self-love, which is why I actually decided on that as my angle for this podcast, is creating a powerful sense of self-love and care in order to elevate your life, which is why I named the podcast Elevate. So I wanna start by sharing a little bit about my background, my childhood background. And it's really a story, some of the stuff that I'll share today is things that I haven't shared ever on a platform, especially like this publicly. And it does make me feel a little bit vulnerable and I do really worry about hurting anybody. Because I've never really wanted to hurt anybody. I've always wanted to share my story in order to move people forward. But I also realized that sometimes these subjects can be really sensitive, and especially when it involves people that you love. My childhood, my young childhood, was extremely, I want to say chaotic. There was a lot of change, there was a lot of uncertainty. By the time I was 10 years old, I would moved seven times. I'd gone to five different schools. My mom was married for the third time. My father had moved away and lived in, lived about five hours away from us. And so there wasn't a lot of certainty in my life. The one, there was my brother. I had my brother who I was very certain of. We were best friends. And him I could be certain of. And he was really volatile. He was very emotional. A lot of our childhood experiences had a much bigger impact on him emotionally than they did me. I was always that kind of even keeled person. Like I learned when I was about five that in order to create certainty, in order to be safe, I needed to take care of everybody else. So I learned this pattern of taking care of others, loving others and that would get me love and that would get me certainty. So I became very much about helping others and making sure everyone else was okay. In fact, there was a point in my life at that age where I pretty much thought I was the mom of the family. And I lived my life that way. And I lived my life that way for a long time, not saying how I felt, not speaking my truth, taking care of everybody else you know, making sure everybody else's emotions were okay and not really even being aware of my own emotions. So I went through a lot of my life, not even being in touch with my emotions and several things happened in my, I got married and my marriage fell apart. And a big part of that marriage falling apart had to do with me being so out of touch with my own emotions. And then I was single and I got into some other relationships and what I found over the years and especially over the last six months was that my sense of self and my connection with myself and really honestly, my, my ability to love myself had such an impact on the relationships that I was choosing. And I was at a, Tony Robbins event, Date with Destiny, which I know is like changes everyone's lives (laughs) who go to that. But we were doing this meditation. I'll never forget it because it was so profound for me where we had to go back to our five-year-old self and then our 10-year-old self and then our 20-year-old self. And I went back to that five-year-old self. And I remember being in her body. I was this five-year-old and I was in her body and I was looking around and I was like, who loves me? who really loves me. And I didn't know the answer. 5-year-old me didn't know the answer. And then I went to 10-year-old and 15-year-old and 20-year-old. And as I was going through those ages, I saw my behavior. I saw the choices that I was making. I saw the things that I was doing in order to get love. And I came out of that meditation and I just broke down. I was like, oh my gosh, like I really questioned who was loving me. And fast forward, a few other things happened in my life around relationship. And I hit this kind of rock bottom. I went into a bit of a depression and I was like, oh God, I got to fix it. I followed up that date with destiny with some training with this amazing relationship mentor. She teaches Allison Armstrong. She teaches understanding men and women. And I took her understanding men course and I actually had to stop taking the course because I was so triggered that I was feeling this deep sense of shame. Like there was something wrong with me. And I went, Whoa, why am I feeling this shame? Why am I feeling such deep shame? And I realized that I wasn't loving myself. That was the problem. I wasn't loving myself. And so I knew that I had work to do around that. And at the same time, I had like lost all this weight. I'd gone to the doctor and I realized that I had to take care of my physical body as well. And it was in those series of moments that I knew my life had to change. I knew that everything had to change. And when I was doing, I went to actually a live event of Allison Armstrong's after that, and she said this one thing that really stood out to me. And it was honor yourself first. And I didn't really understand what that meant at first. And then she does these mentor calls when you sign up for her programs. And I had asked her a question about something, and her answer was something like, Well, you have to honor yourself first. And it was like, you can't really blame somebody else for your experience in a relationship. If it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. And you have to honor that. You have to honor yourself first. And it was this profound moment where I'm like, okay, I think I get it. And I grasped it. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm honoring myself first. And at first, it felt very much like, a baby deer learning to walk. I mean, you know, that feeling of like, I'm doing this new thing, it's uncomfortable, it's unnatural, yet I want to do it. And I know it's going to make a difference. And it's kind of like when you have a breakthrough, I say this with clients all the time, when you have a breakthrough and you're creating new pattern for yourself, that's often what it's like. It's often like that baby deer with the wobbly legs And you're afraid you're going to fall because it doesn't feel natural. And if you stick with it and if you follow through and if you stay committed to that new pattern, that new belief, that new behavior, that you're not going to fall. You might feel like you're going to fall, but you're not going to fall. And I tell you, I felt like I was going to fall so many times. And I went through this interesting phase with it where I was bargaining with myself, I was like, yes, I'm honoring myself. And then I would kind of backpedal or something would come up. Like I was in a relationship that didn't serve me. The person didn't respect me. And there were a lot of things that were on the verge of abusive that happened in the relationship verbally and emotionally and this person had a birthday and I was like, Oh, I've got to call this person because that's honoring me. It's who I am. I'm the person. I mean, we've, I've every past five birthdays, I've said happy birthday. I can't skip this one. It doesn't speak to who I am. And I would actually try to bargain with that. And then I would stop and I'd go, is this honoring yourself? Is this really honoring yourself? I'd ask the question again, and then I would have to take a breath And then I even had a couple of conversations at times when I would want to do that. And I realized that no, it wasn't. And that the right thing to do was to be loving and respectful to me first, which meant no, not to put myself in a position that would compromise that. And so I find as I've done that, as I've asked that question, as I've answered that question, and as I've followed through on what the truth is, that it's become so much easier over time to speak my truth and to really honor myself. And it's shown up in so many different areas of my life. And I feel really grateful for those experiences. And I feel like even those, the challenges as a child, the challenges that I've been through, the challenging relationships that I've had in my life, they're all gifts. I'm so, it is not lost on me, the gifts and all of that. And I just feel really grateful to have the gift of consciousness because I think that that is, that's the biggest gift in all this is that, you know, I know so many people that go through life, people that I love dearly that are in my family that go through life and they're not conscious. And so those patterns that they've created when they're young have just carried with them throughout their lives and nothing ever changes. And the beauty of becoming conscious is that not only do you get to break that pattern and create new ones and create a life that you love, you get to let go of the old and your life just becomes that much better. And the other thing to remember in that, and this is something that I talk to my clients a lot about too, is that those patterns that don't serve you are decades, there are decades usually of your life that those patterns are created and reinforced over and over again by decisions that you make and experiences that you have. And then you when you get to that breakthrough moment, when you get to that like that shift moment and you create something new, the process of building that new pattern goes so much quicker. And that's what I've shared here with you about my experience with building this new muscle of honoring myself is that I had four and a half decades of a pattern. That didn't work for me. And I kept making that same, similar mistakes. I don't want to say exact same mistake. I got a little better, a little better, but really it never got totally better until I became conscious. And that's what's so beautiful about this experience. So there's the mindset piece, which is so important, that internal compass, that internal strength that you're building with that self-loving thoughts and the emotions. And then there's the external. So in this process of me really finding my voice, me really falling in love with myself, is that I had a really amazing support group. I have some very incredible, powerful, strong, honest, beautiful friends. And that community of people in my life has been a big piece of it as well. So I, we have to do it ourselves and then we have to have a supportive environment. We have to have a supportive group of people in our lives that can be there to see us when we can't see us. I know as a coach, one of the things that I can say that I do for my clients is that I see in them what sometimes they don't see in themselves. I see them better than they are. Are better than they see themselves oftentimes. And it's important to have that. It's really important to have that in the self-loving process is that group of people behind you that's cheering you on. And I can tell you that in my experiences of like the growth and becoming more connected to who I really am and really loving myself is that I had these people to there to remind me And I can remember having this conversation when I was in the midst of all of this, when I was going, because this was really like this almost a year of transition. And one of my very dear friends said to me one time, because I had been succeeding in my career, I'd made more money last year than I'd ever made. Like I'd had a lot of success in my career and moved into a home that I love. And I had all this great stuff going for me. And there was that relationship piece that wasn't working. And I remember her saying to me, it's like, you haven't caught up to yourself. Like you haven't caught up to your growth in that area of your life. And it was a profound statement that she made because I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. That is an area that I haven't caught up to. And again, it was that self-loving piece that was missing. However, she saw in me what I didn't see. And she was there to tell me the truth the real truth, not the truth of judgment or finger pointing or anything like that. She was just there to tell me the loving truth. And I'm fortunate enough in my life to have several people like that who will tell me the truth when I need to hear it. They're not there to tell me what I want to hear. They're there to tell me what I need to hear in such a loving way because they love me so much that they want what's best for me. They see who I really am. And it's really important to have that in your life. And then the third piece of all of this is your physical body. And I think that's another piece that I want to share on this podcast is, you know, it's not only stories about how to be more like mentally and emotionally sound and strong and then create community and then also sharing people's heroes journeys, but also the self-care, because that self-care is a huge part of being self-loving. I know for myself that when I'm going through a hard time, I'm that person who loses her appetite. I'm that person who might lose track of her workouts. I know some people do the opposite, right? They'll eat a lot or they'll drink or will do things that are kind of self-abusive in a way to feel better or escape. And with that said, I know back in January when I was struggling, I had gone to the doctor because I had noticed that I lost a lot of weight and I didn't know how much weight I lost, but it was really quick. It was like in a month and it was during that period of time. And I went into the doctor and it turned out I had lost 11 pounds. I'd lost 11 pounds in 30 days. My blood pressure was up. My resting glucose was up. There was just all this crazy stuff happening with my body. And it was due to stress. And so it was a wake-up call for me because I realized, well, I really need to focus on taking care of my body, getting the sleep I need because I wasn't sleeping either. So it was really focusing on how can I get sleep how can I take care of my body? How can I, you know, like get on my workout regimen, eating the right foods, drinking enough water, meditating. I started meditating regularly. And all of those things together really helped to ground me physically. And we really need that. If we want to achieve our outcomes and we want to elevate our lives, we really need to take care of our bodies. We really need to create the energy to be able to do that. And so there's the energy piece, there's the community, and then there's, there's that internal uh, voice and that internal dialogue that we have. Because a lot of times it's that tricky internal dialogue is what'll get us because we don't even realize we have it. And so those were the key things that changed my life and really helped me to hone in on really loving myself, honoring myself, and then elevating my life. And I just want to thank you so much for listening to my story. I cannot wait to share more with you, to spend more time with you, and to help you guys elevate your lives. I'll be sharing more stories, more personal stories. We'll go a little deeper with some of the conversations that I have with people. And then we'll keep it light in some areas too, working on some just strategies and some tips and tricks on how to take care of your body and do what's best to optimize your energy. Again, I really look forward to sharing more and serving you. Let's just have a beautiful day and be self-loving. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Elevate Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, please share with someone you know would love it too. And if you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And don't forget to rate and review the show on your player of choice. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me at mandywithaneye at mandydana.com. Thanks again for listening.